times of doubting how good it would be to follow Him, or even when we believe, when we're living out a, a daily Christian life of reading our Bibles and learning more about Jesus and falling in love with Him more, doing Bible studies and all those good God things that we do, don't we have times of doubt? I know I do at times. Hey, it's Billy. I'm glad you're here. On today's episode of Start Small, Believe Big, we're talking about the five things to leave behind to strengthen our faith walk with Jesus. More on that in a minute, but first, I want to thank you for listening. All of the episodes of my podcast, my social links, and email are on my website, billyjouse.com. I would love to hear from you. I believe when we begin to grow our faith with small steps while believing in our big God, we will be empowered to live out our calling and purpose, one step, decision, and action at a time. Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. After some life difficulties, uh, Went to a dear friend for some girl time talking. I was following Jesus the way I wasn't following Jesus the way she was. I was wanting to know Jesus the way that she knew Jesus. You see, at the time, I believed. I believed in God. I believed that Jesus died on the cross for the forgiveness of my sins. I knew he was my savior, but I didn't truly believe it or live it. My friend was shocked when she was going through John, the book of John and the Bible with me. She was really shocked that I believed in all that it said. My life wasn't quite the example of a Christian believer, so it doesn't shock me that she was shocked. (laughs) I saw it as hard to follow Jesus. It was too much work to follow Jesus. I continue to fail and fail and fail when I sized myself up to Jesus I would have to give up things that I didn't want to give up. I'd actually have to sacrifice my desires for Jesus. Saying it now, I feel so self-centered in those times, but my life was in shambles. My marriage was in shambles. I was doing a terrible job at mothering, in my opinion. So that's what rock bottom will teach you. Rock bottom will teach you that what you have isn't as good as what Jesus offered. And I thank my friend every day. I thank God for my friend every day for telling me about how much better life was with Jesus. All have times of doubting how good it would be to follow him or even When we believe, when we're living out a a daily Christian life of reading our Bibles and learning more about Jesus and falling in love with Him more, doing Bible studies and all those good God things that we do, don't we have times of doubt? I know I do at times. I'm not going to say every day, all day, but there are times that I doubt. Our scripture today is from John 6, 64, yet There are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would portray him. You see, Jesus was sitting with his disciples and he said 
there are some of you that don't believe. Now, they were sitting face to face with Jesus. That's a pretty bold statement for Jesus to to say to them when they were following him, they were being his disciples, they were along with him for the ride. But Jesus knew. He knew who did not believe in him, as well as the one, Judas, who would end up portraying him. Sadly, not all who follow Jesus actually believe in Jesus. The story told in John 6 is an illustration of that truth. The crowds had gathered around him due to the miracles earlier in John, the miracles that he had done. They were so impressed by his feeding the thousands that were ready. They were ready to make him king. They knew the Messiah was coming, but they believed the Messiah was to be king of Israel not a man that walked alongside of them performing miracles. They were quite shocked by that. But when Jesus explains that entertainment and free food are not his real ministry, they became unimpressed very quickly. The more that he insisted on a spiritual, personal meaning behind his miracles, the angrier they all became. As this verse shows, many of these shallow followers left, proving that they were not believers. There's a big difference between being attracted to some aspects of Christianity versus actually being a sacrificial Christian, sacrificing ourselves, leaving our our feet at his cross, carrying his cross daily. The difference is shown when a Christian message conflicts with our personal desires. I've had a few comments recently on the podcast and on the daily devotion and on a few of my um, Instagram posts, just of people opposing what I was saying. But the thing of it is, is I'm not saying what I want to say. I'm not saying what I think I should say. I'm actually reading from God's word. I'm actually standing on the word of Christ. And sometimes that steps on toes. And if your toes are being stepped on, then you really need to look at if the Christian message is conflicting with your personal desires You need to turn a listening ear to Jesus. And I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of times I go into doing these podcasts or writing the devotions or posting on Instagram or Facebook where what I'm writing is like, ouch, God, am I really supposed to be writing this for other people, speaking it to other people, or is this just you trying to get my attention? And I think there's a lot of time that the Lord just wants to get my attention because I'm not quite living as free or being as grateful or loving as well as I could be. Most of the people hearing Jesus's message in the scripture didn't like it. A lot of people today don't like it, and that causes them to turn their back on him. Jesus has said in previous verses that the flesh is no help at all. Actions which are not grounded in legitimate spiritual connectedness are pointless. Think about that again. Actions 
which are not grounded in legitimate spiritual connectedness to Jesus, are pointless. Peter, on the other hand, expresses the attitude of an actual believer in Christ. And we know there are times that Peter didn't quite believe as he should. But in this, he actually shows the attitude of being an actual believer. He likes what he hears, or maybe he doesn't. But he knows that Jesus is the truth, the way, and the life. Instead of rejecting Jesus because Jesus challenges his thinking, Peter submits to a higher truth than his own. Jesus spoke to his disciples in a very broad sense. The term refers to all of the people who had been tagging along and listening to his his teachings. But the core group of 12 men get to be specifically addressed after many of the other disciples have turned and walked away. Jesus used them as an example. Even when those people were following Jesus, not the core 12, but the other disciples that were walking with him, even when they were face to face with him, they doubted. Many of them turned away. One of the core 12 turned away. Jesus knows we have times of doubt. We have to continually evaluate the reasons we don't follow him completely and sacrifice ourselves for him. I want to talk to you about the five things to leave behind when you're wanting to follow Jesus in that deep way and not turn your back and walk away. One of them is comfort. What type of comfort do we like? The meatloaf of life. What makes us comfortable? That may not be what we should be doing as Christians. Is that having a lustful eye for someone other than our husbands or our wives? Is that cursing to an extent that is disrespectful and dishonoring to God? Are we comfortable in situations that we know that God would not approve of? We need to leave those behind. Now, I'm not telling you, you have to be perfect. Please don't hear those words from me. But sometimes our selfish comfort is not God-glorifying, and only you can evaluate those. And this next one is a broader, like Jesus was talking to the broader crowd, this is a broader thing that we need to leave behind, which are sins, the sins we don't want to give up. Now, some of the comfort things I was talking about, yes, some of you are going to say, but those are sins. Yes, they are. But what are the sinful natures? that we don't want to give up? Is it taking things into our bodies that are not healthy or that are against God's word? Are there things that we are choosing to go farther than just a lustful eye and actually commit adultery or go against our girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other to Oh, in a way that is sinful? The Bible lists all sorts of sins. Go and look at them. Evaluate them for yourself. But sin is sin. 
Sin is what separates us from Christ, and those are the things we need to leave behind. The third one I want to talk about is selfish desires. Now, selfish desires can go into the comfort area and definitely into the sin area because usually the sin we commit are the sins that we do because we have a quote-unquote right. We want to do it. It feels good. It's what we desire. Those selfish desires when it's all about us is what we need to turn away from. If you remember Rick Warren's book, The Purpose Driven Life, the first sentence there is, life is not all about you. This is not all about you. It is all about God. As a a believing, living Christian, our lives should be all about Jesus. It's so much better than anything we could ever desire. Now, there are some things we can desire that we can take to the Lord, and He bless us with those. But I'm talking about those selfish ones, those selfish ones that make us turn away from God because we don't want to give them up. The fourth thing that we need to leave behind in a growing faith are external distractions. What are the things that take us away from the time that we could be turning to God? Lots of external distractions. One of my biggest ones, of course, is scrolling social media. I am not saying that social media is an awful thing. I believe there are huge blessings to be given out on social media. But when you allow yourself, speaking to myself here, when I allow myself to sit and watch TikTok videos for two and a half hours, there are a lot more godly things I could be doing. None of them are sinful. None of them are terrible. But I'm going into my selfish desires and comfort of this external distraction of sitting there and watching it for two and a half hours, wasting two and a half hours of my life. Sit on it for 15, 20 minutes and get off. Set a timer. But that's one of the things you need to leave behind. The fifth thing that we need to leave behind are internal distractions. You're asking, what the heck is an internal distraction? Those internal distractions, that anger that you hold in but don't let out, that unforgiveness that rolls around in your mind and your spirit that you're not allowing, the voices that tell you you're not good enough, Yours being the internal distraction of saying you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not clean enough, you're not perfect enough. Those are all internal distractions of lies and lies from the enemy. Jesus would never talk to you that way. Don't talk to yourself that way. This is something I struggle with a lot. So much so that I have a second book coming out about the internal distractions, the emotional barriers. And more will come on that in the future. It's being released in the spring of uh, 2022. If you're listening to this podcast at that time, go look for it. Um, but I'm going to be dropping the cover and and hints about it coming up in the next month or so. So please keep an eye out. Follow me on social media and all of that for those. But sorry to get off on a, on a tangent, but I'm so excited about that book. Because like I said before, sometimes Jesus talks to me and tries to get up in my skin to change me. And instead of turning away and saying, no, nah, God, I don't think so right now. I dug in on this one. And I am so blessed that I have 
My thought life is so different. So I want to go over those five things we need to leave behind again. Comfort. Sins we don't want to give up. Selfish desires. External distractions and internal distractions. So today, I want to ask you, what are you holding on to that is stifling you from following Jesus completely? Think about it. Go back to those five things you need to leave behind. We need to leave behind. I still need to leave behind. Let me know. Get in touch with me. Email me. Hit me up with a message on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you're struggling with so I can pray with you, so that I can help you, so that we can do this together, because that's why I'm here. I'm here hoping that Jesus speaks into your life. I want to thank you guys for listening. Before we go, I want to let you know about the daily devotion I send out Monday through Friday mornings. Join our amazing community of humans taking a little time each morning to dig into God's Word. When you sign up for Morning Sunshine, you'll receive a little encouragement in your inbox each morning. The devotion starts with a scripture, a short teaching, and ends with a quick prayer. We'd love to have you join us. I promise no spam, just Jesus and me. You can find the link in the show notes or on my website, billyjouse.com. Remember, that's B-I-L-L-I-E-J-A-U-S-S.com. I pray this podcast has encouraged you to allow Jesus to work in and through your life, one step, decision, and action at a time. Thank you for joining me today on the Start Small, Believe Big podcast. If you've been encouraged by this podcast, please tell a friend. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and again, my website, billyjouse.com. See the links in the show notes. I hope you're back next week for another episode of Start Small, Believe Big. Now, let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.